It's time for Warriors Wrap Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Good evening, the Golden State Warriors. Winners tonight, 119. I'm sorry. My eyes are already shot this late. Once. <laughs> 116-106. There you go. Did I get it right, Guru? Yeah, you got it right. All right. The Warriors, here's one thing I know for a fact. The Golden State Warriors never trailed in this game. They led from the beginning, and they were never really threatened. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. And the night was about Steph Curry again. Uh, Curry, 12 for 23, 38 points. He went 7 for 14 from three-point range, and the Warriors as a team go 19 for 43. That's their second straight game. Over 43 pointers attempted, and they make 44% of them, and they go on to win this game 116-108 here at Oracle Arena. And every time you think that maybe uh, you've seen everything Steph Curry can do, he adds another uh, wrinkle another layer to uh, <laughs> to just a, an incredible career and and tonight uh, very good in the second half twenty five of his thirty eight and and just kind of kept the Warriors in control all night Guru yeah Steiny and, and, and what's crazy is he's not hogging the ball twelve of twenty three from the field over fifty percent seven to fourteen from deep here I go. Are we looking at the MVP leader right now? You know what? Now? I'm not going to talk about that anymore. No? No. I'll say it for He's you. He's played tomorrow. 17 games this I'm just, year. Okay, no, 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 no. Right. We're not talking about Don't be the MVP either. police. We're not. Just, yeah, I am. I'm going to be the MVP is police. Is he breathtaking? Give me that. He's a great player. He's a great player. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, he what? did it again tonight. Just, man. And, um, the Warriors raise their record to 19 and 9. They've won four straight ball games. Listen to some of these stats. Give them to me. Uh, Steph has now scored 30 points in nine of his 17 games this year. Uh, he continues to shoot well from three point range. Curry was a, he's now 91 for 182 from three point range. Uh, that's 50% for the season. Nobody's ever done that uh, with as many attempts as he's going to end up having. Can he shoot 50% from three for the rest of the year? I don't know. I think that's asking a lot. But one person he did pass tonight was Steve Nash on the NBA's all-time free throw list. Uh, Curry shooting 94 from the fee, uh, from the foul line this year and 90.4% from the line for his career, which is now more than a better percentage than Steve Nash. So 888-957-9570. If you want to talk about this one, uh, Draymond Green made his return. He was solid. He played 29 minutes, 7 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. He looked pretty good. 29 minutes, Tiny? 29 minutes. No hitch in the giddy-up. I'm always well on the home front. Yeah, except for Andre Iguodala. What happened? Uh, right hip tightness. Right so hip you, tightness. I was under five. Uh, we were right. Under five shot at him. Oh, yeah, he, he did. So <laughs> yeah, he played. Now, Andre, Love you, Dre. Andre Iguodala didn't play tonight. He, even didn't, he didn't even dress. And uh, so he follows up his hip contusion or soreness. Uh, right hip tightness is what it's is what it's listed as. And uh, we'll see if he's ready to go on Wednesday against Toronto. Uh, the Warriors' big three, 38 for Steph, 26 for Clay Thompson, 22 for Kevin Durant. And the Warriors, again, 118. Man, 
man, I can't even read this box score. One sixteen, one hundred six. Put the glasses on. Yeah, the old man reading glasses. It's all good, baby. Lights are dim in here. One sixteen to one hundred eight uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns was their best player tonight. He had thirty one. 11 for 15 from the floor. But I'm looking at all these numbers. Hollow 30 uh, woods, Daddy. I mean, it just, <laughs> you know, they were down most of the night. Uh, they, they, made, they, they made a few little runs at it. Uh, got it to 9 or 10 a couple times. But never really did the Timberwolves uh, have the Warriors on their heels. And uh, the Golden State Warriors actually got off to a 10-0 lead, and that's where it all started. How about Derrick Rose? A uh, little wiggle and jiggle. Remember I told you maybe he could be up for uh, most improved or sixth man of the year? He, he put in some work tonight. He did. He, he turned did. the ball over a few times. Like the rest. I I'm not a Thibodeau fan. I'm sorry, Stiney. How come? I just he, It seems like his message is just falling on deaf ears. Like, he, you know, you know they're just playing despite him. Well, he's, uh, you know, he's uh, doesn't sit down on the sidelines. Uh, the whole game. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's one of these coaches that calls every play and uh, sets all the defense and calls timeouts after two. I'm laughing, but runs. it is laughable. Yeah, so uh, Tom Thibodeau has got the Timberwolves at 13 and 14. They play better since Jimmy Butler's been uh, traded. There's no doubt about that. Uh, whether they're a playoff team in the West remains to be seen, but we know that the Golden State Warriors are certainly a playoff team. Uh, let me ask you this, Guru. Draymond Green, 29 minutes. Uh, you said before the game you were going to look to see if, if you could see anything. Uh, maybe uh, if he wasn't in great shape or he wasn't running well. Oh, I got the chart right here. Just tell, let me know when you're ready. Yeah. What, he what, what is 110% see? back. He was being demonstrative, Stiney. That foot, there was no hindrance at all, no gingerness. I, I was thinking we were going to see some laboring. He was ready to go, and he tried to send a message that he wanted to be physical so he could get that DPOY, get his name back in the running. But, Stiney, if he can continue – at this torrid pace, that's what I'm going to call it because he looked like the junkyard dog he's been. There's no match for Golden State. And I don't want to declare the season over because it's not. But, damn it, he looked good tonight. And one more thing that stood out to me. I know you asked me about Dre. Jarepko feeling himself a little bit, letting it fly from deep. Seven three-point attempts. I like it. Yeah, I mean, he's earned it. I think they need uh, they need some of their role players to keep shooting three yep. pointers just to spread the floor, if nothing else. Forty six uh, attempts, forty three tonight. 43, 40, Nineteen for forty three like tonight it. from the floor. Uh, they actually shot better from uh, three point range than they did from two point range, and uh, they went on to win this game one sixteen one oh eight. I guess if there's Maybe one issue they'd like to clean up would be the turnovers. They had 17 tonight. Uh, that's the second consecutive game they've had 17 turnovers. That's what they had against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. But uh, their defense was good enough, too. They held the Timberwolves to 28% from three-point range, 7 for 25. And you just look at this Timberwolves team, and they don't have a lot of good three-point shooters. I mean, other than Covington, I don't really see a great three-point shooter out there, and and I don't know if this is the if this is the league where you don't want to have three-point shooters. Well, I'll tell you this, Donnie. Twenty-five is what they attempted. That's kind of 
If we were going to go Chipotle, that's kind of mild, you know. Some teams can't shoot, and they'll put up 40 to 45. So they tried to stay within themselves. I just think they're not a good shooting team to begin with, and that's what's going to shoot them in the foot uh, moving forward. All right, let's hear from the fans. Brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, best since 1952. Uh, Let's go to Jonathan. Jonathan was at Oracle Arena tonight. What's up, Jonathan? Hey, Steiny, good, good to hear from you. Uh, hey, how are you, man? I, I, I've been good. This was a real treat. Uh, I haven't been here since January when the Timberwolves were here last year. Uh, just uh, I, I moved in February, so it's been harder to get to games, and uh, especially, obviously, you know, during baseball season, you know, I didn't go to the playoffs or anything. So uh, I wasn't even going to go tonight. I got concert tickets for later this week and I wanted to go because it was Jewish Heritage Night my synagogue was going but uh, oh, nice. I didn't think I I didn't think I could afford it but I had a couple friends that had to give up their tickets and they gave them to me so uh, here I was uh, first time this January and it was the Timberwolves again just an amazing night nice to see Steph go for 38 uh, nice to see Draymond's return everything seemed like it's starting to come together still a little sloppy with some of the passes and you know, trying you know the the fancy play instead of the smart basketball play, but they're they're putting it together uh, as they always do. I'm not I'm not too worried based on what I saw, and I knew the Timberwolves well they wouldn't be a pushover that uh, you know that they probably had in the books. Uh, just a, a nice game uh, all around, and they had a really nice menorah lighting afterwards. Nice. The, the I saw Warriors it. to a Heritage Night t-shirt. So I brought my yeah. dad with me, who's not Jewish, but he hasn't been to a game longer than me because I had an extra ticket. So uh, right. uh, awesome. really just a great game. I, I, I miss going, but the tickets are so expensive now. It's harder to go. I want to go uh, when Miami's here in February and see Dwayne Wade for the last time. But, All right, well, uh, let's, let's, hope, uh, let's hope you can get out here, Jonathan. we got a couple other callers we want to get to. But, yeah, no, I saw the menorah, too. Uh, it was the biggest menorah I've seen uh, in my lifetime. It, yeah, I would beautiful. say it was about six, seven feet tall. Yeah, huh? uh, they lit it after the game, and they had a little concert here. Yeah. Uh, awesome was, stuff, it, man. It the was, Warriors, I mean, they're doing nice. it. Hey, let me ask you something. Currently, yeah. Steph Curry shooting 50% from three-point land, and we use all these adjectives and superlatives. I think he could keep it up all year. I don't. I just think it's too much to ask. He he takes too many tough threes. He takes those threes at the end of the quarter. He makes them look easy, Steiny. Yeah. I mean, you want to bet? Well, I'll get to you tomorrow. All right. Yeah. All right. Talk let's go to uh, let's go to Antonio in Oakland. That's always the way you and I uh, end a debate. <laughs> One person asks the other if they want to there bet. There you go. The other person says no, and then we move on. What's up, Antonio? Hey, what's up, you guys? Uh, hey. Yeah, I think uh, Thibodeau's. I think Thibodeau's a bit overrated. He's probably like the John Gruden of basketball. You know, just a big name. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, Draymond Green. You know, he's because he's the basketball running lot, man. Like when he's out there, he just. I don't know, man. Like it seems like when he's out there, he makes that big safety hit, like, like at the beginning of the game. You know, that sets the tone. <laughs> but you know, he does. He does in the basketball sense, of course. You know, but like, just the way he just goes after rebounds, assists, screens. You know. The equivalent of a bevel of a safety hit, in my opinion. But anyway, yeah, I think Curry, man, like that dude makes it look too easy. Like his three point shot is probably like, you know, kind of like like what Randy Moss was when he first came into the league. You know, just like a, a throw it up, you know, but in a three point type of way. You know, he just throws it up and it goes in. You know, majority of the time. 
So you're going with football analogies. Who's Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant is probably Julio Jones or something like that off the top of my head. I like that. that. Who's the who's the who's the what who's Clay? the best guy catching the ball when you just who, who's the best receiver at high pointing the ball? It was Randy Moss. Yeah, then yeah. I'd say Randy Moss is yeah. uh, is uh, Kevin Durant. We didn't have anything for Clay Thompson tonight. Uh, interesting night for Clay. He was eight for twenty two from the field, uh, but he did make his threes. He was four for seven from three point range. So did Durant. Uh, yeah, Durant also four for seven. So the Warriors obviously used the three ball, but this year. Clay Thompson's had a lot of games where he hasn't shot well from three-point range, but he shot well from two-point range, and tonight was a little bit uh, opposite of that. Uh, Jarebko, again, came off the bench, scored 10 points for the Warriors. He was letting them fly. He played 29 minutes. So uh, Steve Kerr only used, well, he used 10 players, but nine really because Quinn Cook only played six minutes. And that was interesting because before the game, Kerr said, uh, you know, he didn't really plan on using nine guys against Milwaukee. Uh, that's the way it worked out. But he he went ahead and just uh, cut the rotation down again a little bit tonight. Yeah, and Iguodala being out, Jordan Bell found his way on the court. And I got an anonymous text. I won't reveal the name, Steiny. And this was a great win. But at some point, Jordan Bell's going to have to get an offensive repertoire. And would you agree with that? or No, I wouldn't. I would love to debate you on that. Well, we can do that. That's why we're on the radio. I mean, at what juncture do you think it's okay? He's going to have to be an option at some point. Why? There have been a lot of players in the course of basketball history that haven't been offensive players. That that. So you would agree that he's limited? Yes, of course. He's athletic, but he's not an offensive player. Uh, but he can still block shots. He can run the floor. He should be rebounding. Uh, he, he should be a pretty good defender. You know, on this team, he certainly doesn't have to score. I mean, Dennis Iguodala doesn't score. You know what I mean? He doesn't have an offensive game right now. I'm obviously being facetious, but I, you know, I think that's the last thing that they that they want uh, that they need out of Bell. I think he's looking for stuff, and I'm talking about Steve Kerr. I think he's looking for uh, Bell to be in the Dirty right spot stuff. defensively. Yeah, block some shots, get some rebounds. Speaking of which. Uh... Derrick Rose blocked uh, Sean Livingston's shot. Yeah, he did. He did. Derrick Rose Mm. with uh, 21 tonight Mm. off the bench. All right, when we come back, we're going to hear from Steph Curry and Draymond Green. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Warriors 116, Timberwolves 108. It's the Warriors' fourth consecutive win, and they play the Toronto Raptors right here at Oracle Arena on Wednesday. Tonight's play of the game, sponsored by Putnam Auto. Visit Putnam Cadillac, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Burlingame, featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV, or visit PutnamGM.com. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 10.30 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Curry takes the outlet. One dribble lob to Draymond. Outside the clay for three at the horn. Got it! And 
That will send the Warriors to the locker room with a six-point lead. Draymond Green from Curry on the lob, and Draymond turned in one motion and fed Clay on the left side. Warriors 63, Wolves 57. All right, remember, tune in tomorrow morning at 1030. Not for Guru and myself, but it'll be John Dickinson and uh, Matt Kolsky. 1030, call in. Your lucky caller uh, can tell us what the play of the game is. You win $100. All right, Draymond Green made his return after an 11-game absence, and he was asked how excited he was to get out on the court. Let's take a listen to Draymond. Yeah, I felt like a kid in the candy store the last few days, uh, you know, just getting to play again. You know, that's what I prepare for. It's um, what I love to do. So, you know, to get back out there, you know, I was always appreciation for that. Draymond, what was your favorite play of the night? Uh, my favorite play of the night involving me or just involving you? Uh, involving me. Um, let's see. Uh, probably the, the play right before the half. Uh, that was. That was fun. Can you take us through a little bit of just the um, the play itself and the emotions? Realistically, it? I was gassed and had no energy to go for the layup, and I saw Clay open, so I just threw the ball. <laughs> Steph threw me a lot. There was no way I was catching a lot. Uh, yeah, Clay was open, so the road of less miles traveled. Uh, one more dribble probably would have took me out. So to get a ball to Clay and walk off, that's about it. When you're out for that extended time, how much do you miss like the emotional side of the game? Getting on referees, you know, you hit a three and you were kind of trash talking. Uh, I think it was Taj Gibson. How much do you miss that part of the game? Oh, that's you know, that's what we all miss. Uh, you know, when you, it's like when you lead a game of basketball. It's funny. I was just, I was earlier today. I was on my phone on Instagram and I think House of Highlights maybe posted um, a video of Russell and Patrick Beverly talking back and forth, arguing back and forth. And all the way at the bottom, Gilbert Arenas commented and said, this is what we all miss when we lead a game. Like, just that trash talk, that back and forth. And so, to, you know, I said all of that to say, like, that is that is what I miss. You know, the, the trash talk back and forth with other guys. You know, you going at a referee and the referee going back at, at you. You know, um, challenging teammates, uh, being in the fight. It's, you know, that's... It's what we played this game for, to be be out there in the fight. So, you know, you definitely miss all of that. And it's nothing like, you know, a guy just standing there watching me shoot and I make it. It's great. Draymond, how would you sort of analyze how you played? I mean, was it what you expected? Did you – are you satisfied with the way you played? I was okay. Um, you know, to – I think I missed, what, last 11 or 12 games or something like that. Um, you know, to come back off of – it's been a month since I really last played. Uh, to come back off a layoff like that, uh, you know, I felt pretty good. And especially being probably two and a half to three, almost three weeks of that doing nothing, you know, I'm not being able to – well, I could, but, you know, taking the road, you know, that the training staff laid out and, you know, just keeping all my weight off and not shooting, not doing anything, um, you know, taking all that into consideration, um, you know, it was – I think I played decent, uh, but I'll continue to get better as I start to, you know, find my rhythm again. Draymond, Coach Kerr has said in the past that when guys get time off to rehab, it kind of gives them a mental break that can help. Did you feel that at all while you were out, or were you just itching to get back out there? Uh, I definitely felt that. Um, you know, I mean, we pretty much play basketball year-round. Uh, you know, we're training year-round. So, you know, sometimes you need that mental break. Uh, not necessarily 
you know, you really don't necessarily want it, you know, and you don't want it to come, you know, by way of injury. But, you know, there's always a silver lining. So if there is one, uh, it's, you know, it's definitely that. It doesn't stop you from itching to get back on the floor, though. So, sorry. Draymond, how did the toe feel during the game? How does it feel afterwards? Uh, I felt good. Um, you know, really had no issues at all. Um, you know, and afterwards, you know, I still feel the same, which is always important. You know, you don't want to, you know, the reason for staying out so long was so that I don't get back in there and then we're, you know, we're chasing behind it again. You know, Rick's whole thing was let's get ahead of it. Let's not put you back out there and then we're behind it trying to chase it again. So uh, that was the goal and, you know, I think they did a great job of judging, you know, where I was throughout the entire process, um, being very strategic about, you know, when I would get back out there and, and just patient. Um, you know, it took a lot of patience from them, a lot of patience from me, uh, just not doing what I normally do, which is, all right, I'm all right, I'm going to go play. Like, you know, it took a lot of patience, but I think it was the right way to go. How much while you were out did you watch the the slower pace you guys were playing with, and how concerted? I have to seem like tonight every rebound you were you know kind of flooding into the fast break. Uh, I mean our pace was definitely slower, um, you know, but that happens. Uh, you know when, especially when Steph and I both are out. Uh, you know we're two of the guys on this team who push the pace, and so you take us out, and you know the game does slow down slow down a bit, and so. You know, it's good to get back to, you know, who we are, and we'll continue to push the pace more and more, you know, as we get out there and back, you know, get back together. It's been a little while since we were all out there. You guys watched, <coughs> got teams around the league shoot more and more threes every year. It kind of, five years ago, you guys were leading. Now you guys are like middle of the pack. Tonight, you guys shot 43. Last game, you shot 43, which is high numbers for you guys. Is that by design, by opportunity? I mean, what do you, what do you, do you like it, and what do you think is behind it? Uh, yeah, we're taking the approach that everyone else is taking, just <laughs> casting a bunch of threes. Uh, no, honestly, you just take what's, what's there. Uh, you know, I think, you know, you look at a lot of the threes we had, a lot of them were open shots. And, you know, um, usually when we push the tempo, you know, you start to get threes in transition. Uh, you know, then you get guys getting downhill and you get the kickouts, you know. So I think that's just us rounding back in the form. And, you know, if the threes are there, we're going to take them. But, you know, we're not about to go out there and hunt three-point shots. It's just not happening. Uh, that's that. Everybody else can do that. We're not doing that. And I think our recipe been pretty good. So, yeah, we cool. Draymond Green uh, playing his first game in, in about three or four weeks. He's missed 11, and we'd like to introduce John Dickinson. Uh, John's just come up from the Warriors locker room. J.D., what is going on? And uh, What's up, guys? Uh, Draymond played 29 minutes, uh, maybe a, a, a touch high, but but nothing out of the out of the ordinary. How do you think he played tonight? And, uh, and then I'll get to the man of the hour against Steph Curry. Yeah, I thought he was okay. I, I thought the most noticeable thing was just the fact that you know he got the ball and 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 mm. pushed, you know, a number of different times. And and Stephen Curry really pointed out the fact, and, and so did Steve Kerr, that you know. The Warriors needed that. They needed that jolt. It, he was almost forcing others to run harder just based on the, the way that he was taking the ball and, and moving, and, and that's obviously what the Warriors want to do when they're clicking on all cylinders. Uh, but, no, I, I thought he was he was really good um, tonight. Uh, you know, I just I, I look at, okay, this is the first game 
since November 5th that the Warriors had those four guys playing together. And I'm just, you know, you look at the line and it's, wow, Curry, amazing, 38 points. Clay Thompson, 26, didn't shoot it great. Kevin Durant, uh, back to having a quiet 22, which happens a lot when the Warriors have everybody going. And then Draymond Green on a night where, you know, he said he played okay. Seven points, ten boards, seven assists. It's Yelling at that, the refs. It's that quintessential kind of Draymond Green game, and you know a couple of guys played okay off the bench, and you add it all up, and yeah, this wound up being an eight-point game, but the Warriors led for 48 minutes right. in this game, and you never really felt, at least I didn't, like Minnesota had any I'm chance at all to win the game. I think this was an extension of where the Warriors left off on November 5th when they were 10-1 and one with those four guys playing together. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think it also is a little bit of an extension from the Milwaukee game. Um, I think it's so funny. The Warriors, I think, are one of the few teams, uh, Guru, that can say, uh, we feel like we're going to go on a run, and you pretty much believe that they're going to go on a run. Yeah, and I, I keep... You know, not to be redundant, I feel like, J.D., that the league has not taken advantage of the Draymond and guys getting hurt, Steph and Draymond out, and now this is what you get, payback time. James Brown and, oh, by the way, Boogie Cousins is lurking in the background. I was shocked. Donnie and I were playing. I said, you know what, over, under on shots for Miggy, but he didn't get in tonight. Didn't play. No. Uh, no, I wasn't shocked. In fact, Steve Kerr was talking before the ball game about given Iguodala nights here and there. Now, obviously, tonight wasn't the the straight-up, you know, rest night, but it was a night where, okay, he's feeling a little something, a little hip tightness, so you give him the night off, and you're you're able to do that when you have four All-Stars in the lineup and playing significant minutes. You just plug a guy like Alfonso McKinney in to maybe a different slot, lean on Sean Livingston a little bit more, and you go play. It's just it gives you a luxury. So, no, I, I wasn't shocked at all. And I think, you know, Steve Kerr's going to look for more opportunities to do that now that they're at full strength with everybody going. He said he said as much in the in the pregame uh, yeah. meeting with the, with the uh, media that once I, I get the sense once Cousins uh, comes back, assuming he's healthy and can Well, then you play. can almost – see, you bring him back and then you get the five clicking and then, you know, you can almost start giving the, the – all-star guys a mm. night here, a night there, as you gear up toward the playoffs. It's been a long way to go. I mean, the play- we're we're four plus months away from the playoffs. Exactly. Warriors one sixteen, Timberwolves one oh eight. When we come back, we will wrap it up from Oracle Arena. You're listening to the Warriors wrap up presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Matt Stein, Matt Starrell, the Guru Johnson, John Dickinson with you. The Golden State Warriors win 116-108 over the Minnesota Timberwolves. And let's hear from Steph Curry. And I'll tell you what, he was asked a very, very intriguing question about what it was like to have the four All-Stars back together. It felt great. Um, It's what we're used to. Having uh, as close to full strength as we've been all year and slowly trying to get pick up momentum and get back to how we play basketball on both ends of the floor. Uh, I was excited to see Draymond assert himself early 
obviously on the defensive end, which is what he's capable of doing every night, but um, pushing in transition for us uh, off of misses just puts another you know type of pressure on the defense when you can space around him. He can make plays in the middle of the floor. Um, it was kind of overwhelming in a positive way because it, you know he really pushed the tempo and we were all like playing really fast in the first half and we led to a couple of turnovers because we haven't had that thrust um, but we, we kind of settled in and I think as as we go on you know next game against Toronto and, and beyond that we'll you know really start to gel and figure out uh, or get back to you know, really how we play Warrior basketball. I don't want to be presumptuous but you guys have shot 43 threes tonight shot 43 threes last time it's ticking up now. I mean, I'm going to say you like that, but I, I got to give you the chance to answer that. Do you like where this is going, or is, do you think this is just a blip in terms of the, the spike in threes that you guys are shooting? I think we can sustain it, but like we talk about all the time, coaches mentioned it, it's the type of threes you get. And the last two games have been really good ones um, for the most part in terms of moving the basketball, finding the open guy. Um, when you see like Jonas has got up, I think, 16 in the last two games. That tells you how good we're moving the basketball and trusting each other. Uh, obviously, me, Clay, and KD are going to get ours um, on a nightly basis. It might not be uh, 28 like it was tonight, but it can be close to that in terms of, again, just putting pressure on the, on the defense and transition, just making the easy pass and using each other as, as threats and, and uh, you know, really having good offensive possession. So shooting 44% on them is what, you know, that's that's the that's the key. You can put up 43 bad ones and it doesn't really do anything for you. Um, that's that's what I think we're, we're proud of the most. Steph, the first half seemed pretty disjointed, but you obviously found a rhythm and clicked a bit in the in the second half. What, what changed? What was different about the way you guys played and you specifically? More that, more just Again, trying to make the simple play, we were trying to do a lot in the first half just because we had another playmaker out there and Draymond who was looking to move the ball and get everybody, you know, open looks and things like that. And, again, we were just playing really, really fast and excited. Um, just had to settle in. Again, you know, make the simple play. There's a lot of openings out there. Um, you can tend to over overthink or – uh, rush a little bit, and we in the second half we kind of slowed down. Hey Steph, unsurprisingly, Draymond was telling us one of the things that he missed about being out was being able to talk trash as a teammate. What do you enjoy about that whole experience on the court when he's doing that? It's all about competitiveness and that fire, man. We enjoy what we get to do on a daily basis, and obviously, when you're out there, it's, you got to find different things to keep you engaged and. Um, you know, if you don't have energy in a certain stretch of the game, hearing somebody go at you know somebody else on the, on the on the other team or to themselves or talking to a teammate, it just kind of refocuses you a little bit and gets you you know reengaged. Um, and over the course of 82, you need that. So it's obviously want to you know keep it productive, and that's that's what it, that's what it's about. Steph Curry talking about uh, tonight's ball game, his game in particular, and what Draymond Green means to the Warriors. He played his first game after missing 11 because of a toe injury. Uh, the game sped up a little bit 
uh, with Draymond uh, involved, and that's going to take a little getting used to, I think, for the Warriors because they do they do guys play a little bit slower without Draymond Green. Well, they play slower without Draymond Green, and then they play even slower without Draymond Green and Stephen Curry, mm. as we saw during this last stretch when when they had both of those guys out for a period of time. So yeah, I I thought tonight they were a little out of sorts in terms of how they wanted to play. I didn't. I kind of agreed with Steve Kerr when Coach Kerr said he didn't think they played all that well tonight. I really didn't think they did either. They didn't shoot it great, although they made 19 three-pointers. So you make 19 three-pointers. attempts. You make 19 threes and 14 of those from Curry. You make 19 threes, you're, you're going to win just about every single night unless somebody makes 20. Donnie, I think they're making a conscience effort. We heard Monty ask uh, Steph the spike in threes. I think – they're making a conscious effort to do that. It's, I mean, it's Curry. It's he's he shot fourteen of them. He hit 14. seven. He's shooting fifty percent from three. I mean, the, part of the the question being asked now is, can he shoot fifty for a whole year? I asked Tiny that. He told me I, no. I say we need to wait on that. Yeah, he's played early. seventeen games. It's early. He's well, played seventeen. I'm with games. you, but no, I, know. I mean, I mean to do that, you got to do it every yeah. night, and I'm looking. He's got to do. He's got to play seventeen more, and then seventeen yes. more, and then no, seventeen right. more. Right. No, you're right. Uh, but if there's anybody who could do yeah. it, it'll be Steph Curry. Uh, before we hit the hit the pike, I think that's one thing uh, with Dre, with with Cousins coming back soon. The one thing Draymond Green talked about that he's going to have to get used to is the pace of the game, and that's the one thing that Draymond Green brings. They, this team plays faster, so we'll see if. Uh, that's one of the adjustments Cousins is going to have to make. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how they do that as far as getting him acclimated. But I think you could. I think it was Andre Iguodala who who said this, and I'm paraphrasing. You you can almost push the ball, get up the court, try to get a shot like the Warriors normally do, and if that's not there, you could almost try to get it to Cousins at that point, and then play off of that. So it almost just gives you another option. I don't think it's exactly as simple as that. The one thing that did stand out to me last year with the Pelicans at times, though, there were stretches where he was running three-point line to three-point line right? because he was tired even at their pace. And so I, I think that there will be some kind of an adjustment for Cousins once they get him in the fold. Yeah, it's going to be fun, though. It's going to be fun. It's the only drama left back. for me. It's the uh, only drama left. And, again, left. I still think we're – we're a little early on yeah. that one. You talk about waiting for Curry, right. you know, on him shooting fifty. I think I know he's he's getting close. I'm with you, JD. I still think we're on the long end of 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 you know four weeks or so. By the way, when the Warriors make at least thirteen threes this year, they are thirteen and zero. That's going to do it for Warriors wrap up. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Remember to tune in tomorrow at ten thirty. For J.D. and yes, Matt sir. Polsky for the play of the game. You guys, hey now. big responsibility tomorrow Huge. Uh, running that play of the game contest. So for Daryl the Guru Johnson, for John Dickinson, Love for you. Tim Jordan, thanks for listening, everybody.